Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, the new morning show right here on CBS Sports Radio. Perloff, I really have to give a shout-out to sports fans because since sports fans have gotten savvier and savvier, We totally understand, and it is a strategy, and oftentimes a really good strategy, for your team to tank and to suck and to stink. And fans, I think, are totally okay with it and on board. If they can see the direction and they can see Mm. a brighter future, they're okay with losses in the short term. Like, there's a reason why suck for luck and tank for Tua became these rallying cries. And you could argue all of that worked out. Tua looks great. I mean, Ryan Hickey had many good years with Andrew Luck before he had to leave the sport. I mean, tank, <laughs> well, tank for Tua. Tua wasn't even the number one pick. But right, yeah. he ended up being Joe Burrow, but whatever. He was the fifth pick, yeah. It's okay, though, because it's working out now for Miami. And you're seeing an opportunity where this trade deadline feels like it's bigger in the NFL than we've ever seen before. And I think partly because teams are realizing, hey, there's a fork in the road here, and we can either set ourselves up for next year or we can keep going down this road of mediocrity, which gets us nowhere. And I think the fans are to, I would say blame, I think the fans are to be like praised for that. They realize, like, hey, my team could sell off its parts and all of its pieces, and that doesn't mean it's a bad franchise. It means it's a smart franchise. I hear what you're saying, but the problem with this tanking discussion in the NFL, because Caleb Williams is so good at USC, the quarterback, that you're hearing like eight or nine or ten different teams are tanking. Do you know how hard it is to have the worst record? It's well, you got to commit. You got to the But you, there's such a great chance that you end up at number two, and then you're in the number two spot where guys like Zach Wilson have gone. And this year, Drake May in North Carolina looks like a strong number two, but there's no guarantee with that. So I just think this tanking game is very dangerous, especially in the NFL. It's really hard to get the number one overall pick. And some of the teams we're hearing about tanking, just there's no way they're going to get the all the way that bad. Like well, they have too many veteran players. Okay, you say that, but Jacksonville got it back to back years where they took Trayvon yes, Walker, they, they took the Trevor Lawrence. Fr- yeah, but they were the worst franchises uh, the last twenty years. Okay, but now they're playing much better. I mean, Trayvon Walker not so much, but obviously Trevor Lawrence was totally worth it. And you've got the Bears who had the number one pick last year. Obviously, they traded it to Carolina, but they could get the number one pick this year again. I mean... Absolutely, but I'm here. I'm saying, like, I'm hearing teams that are two and three that they should tank. Uh, th- you think it's a, getting out of control? I've heard the word tank with so many different... And, and red with at least 10 different teams. And you have to realize <laughs> that's not going to happen. I mean, l- let's listen. You've definitely heard it with the Bears. You've definitely heard it with the Broncos. You've definitely heard it with the Vikings, Patriots, Giants, Cardinals. That's six right there. Then... Washington, people think Washington should tank. Yeah. But I mean they're they're two and three. They could make the playoffs. So then none of those you can't have seven teams competing to be the worst team. 
Okay, but some of those teams are just, not, they're not even trying to tank. They're just bad. Like, <laughs> That's you think the, the Broncos thing. are trying to tank? I mean, it's crazy now. We got a report yesterday um, that the Broncos are, you know, that the players, part of me, are bracing for, like, a potential sell-off. Yeah. Like, and I get it because they haven't been good, but they didn't go into the season think they were going to tank. They've got the, what, third most expensive quarterback in the league that they traded multiple first-round picks for. They've got a coach they traded a first and a second-round pick for. He's one of the highest paid. Like, that's that's not tank on purpose. That's, like, just by accident, we stink. Yeah. We're I, disappointing. I think that there were some people who thought this might be a bit of a reset year for Denver. I don't think everyone, because remember the Super Bowl hype last year when Russell got there? Right. Everyone's like, they're a contender. I didn't hear a lot of that this year. I think you have to let Sean Payton look at these players and say, okay, this guy's a winner, this guy's a loser, and right. let's get the losers out of there. And you saw that process start last week with Randy Gregory. Yep. Uh, so I, I, you're right. It's an unusual tank thing, but what about now? Now would you tank? They're one and four, and they just lost to the Jets in Denver. Like, if you're going to lose to the Jets on the road... Uh, then I don't know who you're going to beat. Yeah, at home, you mean. Yeah, they yeah. lost to the Jets last year at home, too. I mean, the problem is for the Broncos, like, if you do get this high pick, so you're taking a quarterback, oh, and they're yeah. going to sit there behind Russ, or you're going to try to trade Russ, and you're going <laughs> to incur some major financial penalties. Oh, like, if, you're Cal- if Caleb Williams is there, you figure it out. Well, if Caleb Williams is there, then, yeah, everyone's going to do it, but you haven't made life easier on yourself, you know, because that Russell contract is going to be probably, I would say, pretty tough to move in a way that's advantageous for your own team. And you'd be giving up on Russell Wilson after two seasons? Well, right, but the, I think Caleb Williams is rare enough where you throw all that logic to the wind. Maybe. But that's the thing. That's Caleb Williams at number one, and there's going to be great competition to get up there. I don't think it's going to be easy even for the Broncos to get the number one overall pick. I mean, listen, they've been in almost every game. Watch, they play the Chiefs, right, Thursday? Yep. Watch them make that game interesting. Who knows? I mean, they, they played the Chiefs close twice last year and they were awful well, so and Travis Kelsey is dealing with his uh yeah like leg injury I mean I know he came back in the game against the Vikings and scored a touchdown that they very much needed in a close game but if Kelsey ca- I would I would sit Kelsey for this game by the way uh, do you really need Travis Kelsey to no. beat the Broncos I don't think so so I know where and you the Minnesota Vikings are a team now people are saying to tank because Justin Jefferson's on IR we have a plan for this segment, but I just want to blow it up. And I need, because I really want to hear your opinion on okay, this. Okay, tell me. If I give you these teams, you tell me tank or no tank. In the okay. sense that maybe not full out tank, but would you think tanking is a smart strategy? Okay, Chicago. Uh, they're one yeah. and four. They're one and four. They happen to have Carolina's pick, which is different because Carolina doesn't have their own pick. So there's no reason they'll tank. They have, uh, so if you're yes. Chicago and you're one and four, yes. you don't tank. You can't. Chicago? I don't. Th- I think you have Justin Fields there. You got to try and win with him, especially no. because you killed the Commanders on Thursday night. So what? Um, that that that's fool's gold. If you're going to say, "Oh, we killed Washington," but so they, now we've really turned a corner. If they beat the Vikings this week, which is very plausible, yeah, then they're going to want to like let's let's really try and win with Justin See, Fields. That's why I think the fans are savvier than ever now. They understand what's real and what's not real. If you get the number one pick, you could start over with Caleb Williams. This almost isn't even an indictment on Justin Fields. Like you start the clock over again, where. You get a guy who's yeah. in the first year of his rookie deal, not someone who you have to pick up their fifth-year option at the end of the year. I think Bears fans want the ideal scenario where the Panthers are the worst team, yes. very likely, and they get the number one pick with that. That'd be amazing. Denver, would you tank, or would you try to win? No, I think they have to try to do something here. It's funny because they're going to start selling off the team, but, I mean, you got you do have a competent quarterback in Russell Wilson. Yeah. I know he doesn't look like he did in 2012, but still. 
And if I'm, I want to see what can Sean Payton do, not in four years or three years. What can he do for me today? I tell you right now, nothing. <laughs> he looks terrible. <laughs> but honestly, trade away some of these players. Get these guys away from the team. You'll get better immediately. There are a lot of bad players there. Minnesota. Uh, I like the tank for Minnesota. I do because yeah, everybody I think does. you start off with a rookie quarterback next year. Maybe it's Caleb Williams. And Justin Jefferson is still young enough mm-hmm. where the timeline fits. You're going to have to pay Justin Jefferson a ton of Fine, money. Fine. I'm not paying my quarterback. That's great. I have, I have plenty of money if I have a quarterback on a rookie deal. Okay. New England. I don't know if that's going to be like a uh, like a strategy. <laughs> They, they might just really be that bad. Yeah. I mean, their best player by a mile is gone for the season, Matthew Judon. Yeah. So I don't, that might be an accidental tank. All right, a couple more. Giants, would you consider tanking? Yes, I would. You paying Jones for two years, Daniel Jones for two years. Yeah, that was a massive mistake, even at the time. That's not a second guess. That's a, that was a first guess. Um, I would try to tank because I think Brian Dayball, the head coach, still yeah. has enough goodwill from his first season that you could withstand a tank and Jones like you have to you can't you can't seriously be thinking this is going to be our guy for the future so okay. get a young quarterback quick ones Arizona still on the tank you have Kyler Murray that's a complicated know, situation it's so what does Murray look like coming back from a knee injury Okay. You've already paid him. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you do try to figure this out with Murray. I think with the way your team is right now, you're accidentally tanking. You stay in games. Here's the one I really want to debate. Tennessee Titans are two and three. Yep. Uh, They, all of a sudden, their great strength, stopping the run, just completely fell apart against the Colts. Yep. Do you tank if you're the Tennessee Titans? I thought the Tennessee Titans were tanking going into the season. I thought this was a perfect tank candidate. And then they went out and signed DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't line up with my I mean, theory at all. They have serious all pros on that team, which is funny. Just they don't have an offense. I would have loved for Tennessee to tank. Just because what are where are they going? Like you yeah. have Ryan Tannehill, he's on his last legs. They obviously aren't in super love with Will Levis because they didn't take him till the second round. And Malik Willis, I don't know what the future is. Yeah, for it doesn't seem like it's developing there. I think they might have missed a little bit on Traylon Burks, their first round receiver. So, uh, there's you know you there's, don't think they should tank. I don't think they should tank because they're in the AFC South. You never know, and I'm not, I'm not sure they're not. They're way too good to get to number one. So if you start tanking and you end up with like the four pick, what's the point of that? Here's an interesting thing. There's a lot of columns out now who will get traded the trade deadline. Yep. Derrick Henry's name is starting to pop in all the. I know, uh, obviously. Yeah. So like, that seems so obvious at the beginning of the year. Is someone going to give up assets to get Derek, a 30-year-old Derek Henry right now? I don't know where – where do you put him? I don't think the asset's going to be Matt. I don't think that's a big mm. – I mean, are you, would I trade like a fifth-round pick for Derek Henry? The Titans, sure. If you call the Titans and say, I'll give you a fifth-round pick for Derek Henry, there is zero chance they'll do, they'll do that. He's their whole offense. Okay. Well, then then no deal. Okay. I mean, then I'll just move on and try to that's get a different, a different running back. Yeah, I don't know. Like Derek – Well, how, what should Derek Henry go for? It'd be basically a rental – I don't know. Like, if you're a team like Miami or somebody who are like a contender, you don't want Derrick Henry on your team because you need to feed him the ball all the time. So, like, the Eagles, Derrick Henry, the Bills, Derrick Henry, would he fit in there? I mean, no. the Bills have such a pass heavy offense. I don't think he would even help the team. No, the Bills' issue is not they don't have any running backs. The issue is they don't use the running backs. Well, maybe if you had Derrick Henry, you'd be so compelled to use him. I mean, I'm sure that people are going to make that connection at some point. I don't think so. I mean, uh, the Bills need a corner and defensive help. They lost like three All Pros in a week. 
Uh, yeah, but Josh Allen was our leading rusher last week. That's four, not good either. With 14 yards. I don't know. Derrick Henry in the cold weather. Sorry, I did, I, did I offend people by saying a fifth-round pick for Derrick Henry? A side of slaw in the chat is giving me a lot of mean emojis. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, by the way. Is he a Titans fan? I don't know. Maybe. I by the way, he... Raiders tank from PR. Uh. Definite. Now, not I don't know about now, but before well, the season, that's the thing. They nothing they did ever made sense going into this year. The Raiders are two and three. They have the easiest schedule in the next few weeks. Like you can't tank. It's not going to happen. No. Don't do a partial tank. That's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> it's like let's try and lose on purpose and trade all our assets and then go six and eleven and get the number eight pick. Yeah, and that's what the Raiders are going to do. That's exactly. And that's what they do every year. Good point. Who do you like as a tank candidate? You're asking me, but you don't answer uh, yourself. I think. I think the Patriots have to really get in there. And I just think the the tragedy is that the Panthers are the perfect tank candidate, but they just took a quarterback at number one overall. Honestly, it'd be such – they don't have the first-round pick, but what a flex it would be for the Carolina Panthers to pull an Arizona Cardinals and just, like, if they had their first-round pick, to take Caleb Williams anyway. Oh, like, yeah. you know what? We're just redoing That'd this be a, thing. Oh, that would have been a great drama. But can you imagine Caleb Williams being the successor to Tom Brady in New England? That so, would just immediately change the whole picture. Here's the question about that. Say the Patriots do get the number one overall pick. You think Bill Belichick is going to get the chance to coach that That's a great question. Great question. I would say probably not right now. Because if they do get the number one pick, that means they have three wins. And I think he walks away. Or, okay. or he's sort of pushed. That, to me, is such a grass is always greener. Like, you're going to go in there then with who Gerard Mayo or Bill O'Brien or whoever they're going to make the head coach after Belichick. And you're going to trust that person more with a rookie quarterback than you would Belichick. I know it hasn't gone well with Mac Jones. Maybe that's a little on Mac Jones. Like maybe Mm. Mac Jones had a ceiling and this is it. Or maybe Tom Brady won all those Super Bowls and Bill Belichick's overrated. It's starting to be in the ether, Maggie. I know. This has been a rough rough time for Belichick's legacy. Yeah. He's getting slaughtered, which I think is not totally fair. I know his winning percentage without Tom Brady is like 44%, which is mm. basically Chip Kelly. And with Tom Brady, it's like 70%, which is a class all your own, essentially. But come on. Well, Who was out there getting the tapes? Who was out there spying on those teams? Who was really doing the dirty work? Who was really trying to help the team bug in the locker room and all those things I totally believe happened? Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. They were also such a well-run team. Like, they knew when to cut guys and when to sign the right guys who fit into their mold. And it doesn't. maybe the league got more athletic or something because their players just look slower than everyone else. Uh, Yeah, by the way, uh, this uh, tanking conversation, yeah, I I don't think any of this is really going to happen. Because if you're an NFL coach, you don't want to lose on purpose. If you're Mike Vrabel or, you know, you're... Sean Payton, you think he's going to sit there and be 3-13? and 13? He can't tank. I mean, just the pride of these coaches. They're going to do everything they can to win. Listen, I mean, that the ego with Sean Payton, I think, is what got him in trouble this season in the first place. You know, he came in talking this really tough game about Russell Wilson can't have his own office and double parking spots. Like, all that stuff is so dumb. And But that kind of ego would probably keep you from tanking. Yeah, but again, what's better off? Like, are you putting your ego before what's best for the organization? That's what I, I don't like coaches who do that, where it's all about me, 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 and it's not about, hey, what's best for the Broncos? Yeah. Maybe to lose some games, it's probably better. I don't know. Well, I remember Lovey Smith in Houston. They were basically asking him to lose, and he and he said, no way. By the way, if you want a Belichick 
model. They fired Tom Landry in Dallas, and, and Jimmy Johnson came in with the number one pick and within five years built a Super Bowl champion. So yep. it can work. You can follow a legend, I think. You know what's funny, though? I think we were more patient back then. Wasn't Troy Aikman's rookie season yeah, was, like historically bad? Same with Peyton Manning, right? That was sort of a tank, though. They were all 23 years old, the whole team. Yeah. I don't know if in this day and age would you be able to survive that. Well, you're the one only who's out the, there saying the you should Steelers, tank. Well, I know, but he only the, but if you don't have success kind of immediately, I think it's hard. Only the Steelers and the Ravens, I guess, are this patient. So the year that the Jets and the Jags tanked, the yeah. Jet, was Salah the coach? No, that was Adam Gase. So they made him tank, then they fired him. Yeah, that's why teams aren't going to want to I think they tank. made him tank. They gave him a bad roster, and he was a terrible coach. <laughs> terrible coach, bad roster, bada-bing, bada-boom. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. So is Matt Eberflus, like, he's going to want desperately want to win for the Bears. All these coaches desperately want to win. These wins and losses go on their records. The yeah. tanking comes from above. Philadelphia 76ers, during the process, they told Brett Brown, we're going to keep you for five years. Go ahead, feel comfortable losing. <laughs> it's such a funny thing to say. Yeah, I think in the NFL, you can't do that. I think you're right. We're less patient. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, not only are we talking about tanking today, we're also talking about great sports anthems. That is the topic for our great debate series today. Perloff and I on different sides of this one. I think the greatest sports anthem, and Pete, if you wouldn't mind, can we just delight our audience again with this banger? This is the greatest sports anthem. It's by a band named the Alan Parsons Project. Have we d- determined whether Alan Parsons was a person? I looked it up. Yes. Okay. He, he is, is a person. real person. Okay. In the band. Well, we salute you, Mr. Parsons. Best sports anthem, bar none, hands down, going away. Perloff, you think you can top it? I know I can top it because... I'm from Philadelphia, and we are the town of champions, and this is why. What are we waiting for? Take this! Yeah, Maggie, back in the day, before JV basketball game, I used to put that on, (laughs) and I would totally get six points and three rebounds. (laughs) Wow, way to go. Yeah. Where would you have been without that song? uh, Four points, one rebound. I do, by the way, I used to always, towards the end of my high school career, I always try and play music to get in the mood. Of course, got to. Yeah, it never really worked for me at all. But but I do think it worked for better. I I was a terrible athlete, but I think it works for these guys. I think what music plays is important. And honestly, this is stupid, but at the stadium, I feel like the players respond. Like, you got to play the right songs in the stadium. You can't just play, like, light rock. (laughs) I mean, someone should try. Uh, You know, one that we have not talked about yet, and this is, you know, we know all the the big famous ones, New York, New York, Sweet Caroline, um, Renegade, you know, is a big one with the Steelers. I think that you wanted a a more recent one. I can give you the last 20 years. Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. This one, I think, has really taken over.
Now, forgive me if I'm wrong about this, but the reason why I didn't put this as my number one is I like it when the song is associated with one team. Like, we're talking about Andrew Haney from the Rangers. They're playing Creed's Take Me Higher. I thought, ugh, but we can do better than that. But I don't think that Seven Nation Army is associated with one team. Am I wrong about that? I know that? he's a huge Detroit fan, right? That's his. He's a huge Tigers fan. I don't know if they play. I haven't been to a Tigers game in a while or ever, actually. So I don't know if they play that at Detroit. That'd be I pretty don't know. Good. I don't associate that with one team, though. So forgive me if I'm wrong, yeah. but I don't. But, I mean, what's the uh, the famous song? Uh, we don't, Do we have History of Rock? I don't even know who it's by. It's like an 80s song where they go, da 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 Hey. Got it. associate this yeah. with now there's like a great episode of the office where michael where uh steve Carell's character eats way too much sugar yeah and then he's just dancing around to this in his uh. office but don't, would you say that 90 percent of teams play this at some point right like this is yeah. you ubiqu- there's certain songs that are used in every arena yeah this we will rock you yeah. like those are the staples yeah Got a couple more. We see you guys on the phones. You want to get in on your favorite sports anthems. We will do that in just a moment. You've got ours. We want to hear yours. If you want to weigh in, uh, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. You can hang in the chat is a great way to get in touch with us. Also, you can find us on social media at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. Maggie and Pearl off on Instagram. Maggie and Pearl off on TikTok. Maggie and Pearl off. Did you say YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Yep. What else do we Did you give out my email? Yeah. Twitch. We're on Twitch. Good morning to everyone on Twitch. Uh, yes, you can find Perloff at McLovin1234 at AOL. At AOL. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I knew you were going to go AOL. 855-212-4CBS. Maggie and Perloff. Let us know what you think today. We're back in moments on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back on Maggie and Perloff debating the greatest sports anthem of all time. There's so many good. I didn't realize there were this many good ones. Oh, like yeah. I want, I feel like I want to go to a game right now and just listen to a song, get fired up, and watch my team <laughs> kill somebody. Well, it's eight thirty in the morning, so maybe we could find like a rec basketball game <laughs> or something. Yeah. I don't know what's starting right now. Yeah, actually, middle school swim meet. 
I, I'm playing basketball after the show today. I have uh, in the new, there's a noon run. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So the morning show, that's exciting. So I'm going to definitely, like, I'm going to take the advice of this walk-up music and get fired up. <laughs> yes. I think uh, the Alan Parsons project, the song Serious, which you'll know is the Chicago Bulls anthem is number one. Perloff is gone with his hometown. Predictable, rocky theme. Yep. But I, all of these are great. Andrew Bogish, we asked you to have some walk-up music for your update. What did you pick? Well, your Bulls choice would have been my number one, but that's off the board. Uh, Enter Sandman is another good one, yeah. but Mariano Rivera disqualifies that for me. <laughs> little cliched. Yeah, so I've settled on this. You see the hurt does the pain still grows. So stranger to you and me. For the record, this yeah. is a show that supports Phil Collins all the time at every turn. Except, also, I like that you went with the live. Except his politics, but yes. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's politics. <laughs> that's not, wait, that's not Phil Collins? That Phil Collins has said some things. Anyway, um, but here's the thing. That's oh, way man, too I'm heavy. So off. That's way too heavy a song. That is Phil Collins. No, that's Phil, Phil Collins. Yeah. No, I'm saying I don't support his politics. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't support anyone's politics, so that's not what <laughs> oh. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I see everything I except his politics. politics. No, no. <laughs> yes. But here's the thing. That is way too heavy a song. You you play that song, and then you're like, and the Thunder beat the Rockets 94 to 81. <laughs> no, like, that is for, like, that's for, like, the Super Bowl result. That's way too heavy a uh, intro. No, that drum, the drums are such an uplift. No, but I'm just saying, no, like, go. But is your sports update actually going to meet the moment of that song? No, I, probably not. <laughs> I feel like you got to be appropriate. Have, it would it would have paled in comparison to the Bulls' introductions if I came <laughs> after Alan Parsons' project. Uh, hold on, uh, Bogues, with those headlines. Let's go to Adam. He's in Vancouver. Has got a good one that did not make our list. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, guys. How are we doing today? We're doing great. What's on your mind? Well. It's the the Canucks, Vancouver Canucks still use it, and we've been clamoring for them to change it. But <laughs> when they, it when they first started using it about ten, fifteen years ago, they they were skating out to the streets have no name by U two. Yeah. And if you act, yeah, you go on Google watch or YouTube, watch them skate out to that. It can get you really pumped up, especially during the twenty eleven uh, Cup run. Wow, Adam, it's a great one. Thank you so much. U2 is, is tough for me because um, this is odd, but my four-year-old kid got obsessed with U2. Okay. Like, I could take over for Bono right now. I know every word, <laughs> every song. So if they need me for that sphere or whatever in Vegas, I'm I'm ready to go. Oh, it's that looks amazing. Much. Yeah. Have you, is it because of the Sing movie where Bono will start and sing too? No, it's because the free music that they give you on Apple TV or Apple Music, every time you plug your iPhone into our oh. car, it starts playing U2 music, and now he's hooked. That's cool. It's, That's a lot better than Baby Shark and yeah, some other options here. Yeah, he's like into the B-sides of like their later albums. He's not your even into Joshua Tree. It's tough. Oh, yeah, there are later albums. It's tough, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you 2 from 2014. Ooh. All right, let's not be mean here, but that, that is a great walk-up song. It or is. a great theme song. Yep. Uh, how about Preston? He's in Arkansas. Preston, what do you have? Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Here is what I think. I think when it comes to being physically at the game, there's one song that stands head and shoulders above the rest as far as firing up a crowd, and that is Kern Craft 400 Sports Chant Remix, 
zombie nation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. Get everybody involved. We are Penn State. Come on. <laughs> oh. Oh. This is a personal one for Hickey. No, no one else wants to pick it up? Okay, no, we'll be the other one here. <laughs> uh, no. Dad. Preston, wow. thank you. That's a great one. I mean, for colleges, yes, I associate that with Penn State. Who does Enter Salmon? South Carolina? Or not, um, not Enter Salmon. Virginia Tech. Vir- Virginia Tech does yeah. uh, Sandstorm. Yeah, uh, South Carolina South does Carolina sandstorm. sandstorm. Virginia Tech does Enter Sand. Enter sand. Right. A lot of sand going around in and college. And Jump Around is Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yep, we covered that one. Okay. Uh, Chris, California. Got a couple for us. Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm biased as a Raider fan, but they'd always kind of roll in their, of course, autumn wind written just for them, so you got to give them props for that, going into Hell's Bells by ACDC. It's so and good. And when they were good, that was pretty intimidating. Chris, you're right. I mean, Hell's Bells. This is so associated with the Raiders. I do feel like every team plays this now, though. Chris, fantastic call. Thank you. This is every football stadium. But it is the Raiders. This does feel like the black and silver. Definitely. All right, we're a music station now. This is what we do. (laughs) We listen to music. Here on Maggie and Perloff. Of course you get the auto win as a Raider, the great John Facenda. Oh, anything NFL films. The greatest ever. Yeah, it's great. Philly guy, by the way. It's great that they still play that. I didn't know they were playing it in the arena still. Uh, Yeah, actually, I I did not know that either. I've never heard that live. I would be, get chills everywhere. Okay, so that's the... Oh, yeah. Oh, pump it into my veins. Perloff had COVID. This yeah. was the closest he ever sounded to John Facetta. <laughs> I, I totally forget that. The autumn wind is our radar. Beautiful. All right, you're welcome to weigh in on the great sports anthems. Bogus has some headlines for us. Those pesky Houston Astros are one win away from their seventh ALCS in a row. 2-2. Two, two. And Alvarez belts it to right, pretty deep, going back. Kepler on the warning track, looking up. See you later! Oh. A high, majestic oh. shot by Jordan Alvarez, his fourth home run of the series. And it is 7-1 Astros. That's Robert Ford <laughs> on Astros Radio. Four homers in three games in the series, leading to this from teammate Jose Altuve. What he's doing is just amazing. For me, like I've been saying lately, he's the best hitter in baseball, and Hopefully he continues to hit like that because, you know, we need we need to win more games this playoff. He's the best hitter in baseball. Houston cruising to a 9-1 win in Minneapolis, a 2-1 series lead. The Rangers got their sweep of the Orioles 7-1 in Game 3 in Arlington, improving to 5-0 this postseason. Baltimore doesn't win a playoff game after winning 101 during the regular season. The NA, the NL Division Series back on the field today, as well as Game 4 Target Field. The Braves and Phillies break their tie in Philly while the D-backs can sweep the Dodgers in Arizona. 
Uh, so, Perloff, you mentioned Zion becoming possibly the face of the NBA down the road. I hope so. Obviously, a few things had to happen for that. He needs to stay healthy. He needs to be good when he's healthy. And he might want to get a little more talkative post game. Not at all. Just playing basketball. <clears throat> all right, you guys have a good night. That's it? That, that's the whole press conference? No, it was not the whole press conference, but that was the longest answer he gave. All the questions were like, right. yeah, it was good. Yeah, it felt all right. Yeah. yeah, he was pretty good. Nothing was more than four or five words. Wait, was this like a Marshawn Lynch, like, I'm just here so I won't get fined? I don't, I don't know. Does he, does he hate them already down there? Are they, are they crushing him for not being on the court? It just was very disinterested. It was not an attempt at a deep thought or an extended thought. Every It was two and a half minutes and I think there were 13 questions. Oh, my goodness. That sounds so painful. Also, maybe it has something to do with, like, all the Instagram stuff. Well, I was going to say, were they asking about his the, love life? No, no. It was all basketball questions. Oy. Meanwhile, that kind of went away. Remember yeah, that I know. chick? The, the other chick, the side chick. That was, was an interesting month going on there. <laughs> for him, I'm sure he'd use a different word. But he had the woman who they had the baby reveal, right? The yes. gender reveal. And then the other woman came out of the woodwork and was like, wait a minute, I might be pregnant. And then it kind of went away. Yeah. I, I think even her first comment was, weren't you just with me like yes. three days ago? And now they're doing a baby reveal. Like it was, it was a lot. Yeah. Like, where's that chick? Blink twice if you need help. Like, where does she go? <laughs> She's gone. And was she somebody? She might have had an OnlyFans. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think there was, yeah. I think that we, was a professional. Listen, I think we throw around the term porn star. It's like anyone who's done porn is now a star. I mean, that's kind of disrespectful to the actual stars. So she's a porn player. <laughs> she's just like a porn that's jag. Okay. Just, she's just a gal, you know? A porn participant? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Bystander. Uh, Zion, by the way, asked about being on the floor because he was on the floor for the first time since January's <laughs> hamstring injury. He played 16 minutes, scoring 12 points, five boards, five assists, and a 122-105 loss to the Magic. The new NHL season began last night with some bad news. Longtime ESPN analyst, former Kings head coach Barry Melrose, stepping down after a Parkinson's diagnosis. Melrose is just 67. On the ice, number one pick Connor Bedard debuted with an assist and a win. Chicago rallying for a 4-2 decision in Pittsburgh. The Lightning outscored the Predators 5-3 and the Golden Knights beat the Kraken 4-1 after raising their Stanley Cup banner. The official World Golf Rankings decided yesterday it cannot award rankings points to live golfers. They said it's mm. not a political decision. It's just golf. There is no way to fairly compare live events to the other events on the 24 worldwide tours. And WNBA great Teresa Weatherspoon about to be the new head coach of the Chicago Sky. She's been a Pelicans assistant since 2020. She was a two-time defensive player of the year and a five-time all-star during her career. Wait, that brings it back around to Zion. Because she right? was like a really big Zion mm. supporter and confidant, and yeah. then they fired her. And right. it was kind of like a shot fired almost at Zion by association. Yeah. They fired his favorite coach. Well, I mean, is Zion headed to New York? Are the Knicks salivating over Zion? Don't they think that there's some fantasy in New York fans that he's going to end up here? I think the ship sailed on that. I think the the new fantasy was, because New York has a savior complex, of course, was going to be Giannis. Mm -hmm. But now oh. that they just gave him mm. Dame Lillard, I don't think he's going anywhere. 
That'd be a. I think he's not, in Milwaukee now. That would be a nice addition for the Knicks to get Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I, don't, I can't imagine why yeah. you're not the GM. That's what the, those kind of that's insights. What, that's what I would do. Yeah, move over. If to I'm the Knicks, Rose. I would get Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's not even a 12 point plan. It's just a one point plan. <laughs> It's basically my Have you guys looked at this guy in Milwaukee? I think he might be good. Giannis. Not sure how to pronounce it. Can't say his last name, yeah. but I sure would look good on my team. Mm-hmm. Wow. You don't get that kind of breakdown anywhere else but right here on Maggie and Perloff. 855-212-4CBS. Thank you so much, Bogish. Uh, got a lot more to do, including uh, Deion Sanders. We haven't got to that yet. The very revealing moment that Dion had yesterday. We got a little into Dion's soul yesterday. So we got that to do. Of course, a lot more NFL on the way uh, as well. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Uh, are yeah. you okay? I don't know. So I've had it. I am afraid that I, I was afraid that there was some identity theft because I got a note from my bank saying your transaction confirmation is ready. This morning, I woke up and it said somebody had used my Shake Shack app last night. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. So I, I don't lo- know. We're not getting a lot of sleep these days. Maybe it was you, like, uh, well, ordering your sleep. So I, I woke up this morning and got a, an alert from Shake Shack that somebody had ordered a milkshake. Now, Also, props to you for having the app. That means oh, yeah, you're you, getting rewards. You got to do the app. Wow. But my daughter somehow has figured out my Shake Shack password, and I'm pretty sure she snuck in a milkshake on this one. There's one <laughs> around the corner from our house. So I, it's either identity theft or my kids are using my apps. <laughs> your preteen slash like teen daughters are yeah. using your Shake Shack. App. Have you ever been had that problem of identity theft? Because it's a constant fear for me. It's I, I feel like I'm getting inundated 24 hours a day. Like yes. I get text messages. It's like your package arrived at the warehouse, but it's from some random email address. Oh, That's don't do crazy. not click. Do not click on that random email address. No, I, it happened to me one time where I got a text message. This was probably like uh, 15 years ago where they're like, uh, we need your something. Yeah. And I started to write back. I was like, oh, don't do this. And it was averted. That's as close as I got. So this, I got a note from a bank saying your transaction is ready to go and confirmed. So I panicked. I'm like, I did not make a transaction this morning. The shake Shack. It, it was, it was the bank. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, someone has my account numbers. They're like, Oh no, we just charge you a $25 fee. Uh, and that's what that was. I'm like, by the way, thanks for the random $25 fee. I don't, what a ripoff. But, you got to complain about those. Like they get them wiped away. Do they really? Yeah. Is that the, is Sorry. that the Should method? I be saying that? Please, I, I need advice here. Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm I'm just gonna, you know, there's a couple things where I feel like it's okay to threaten to take your business elsewhere, right? Please give them to there's me. There's two places you do this to try to get a little bit of a better deal. One is the bank. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm just gonna take my business elsewhere if you don't waive the $75 fee. It's so not worth it for them to do that. So they usually wipe it away in a minute. And the second one is you gotta try it with the cable company. Now oh, it doesn't yes. always work because nowadays I feel like there's not that many places you can go. Like I'll just say, like, I have Verizon. Like, they're like, you're not leaving. Yeah. Like, you're right. <laughs> so I'm not. I, how, I, you got me. How about this one? Yeah. My car insurance just went up significantly. Oh, that'd be a good one. Uh, no, I thought it'd be a good one. And then they gave me the new price. And I said, okay, well, can I do it month by month as I go out and find another car insurance? They're like, go ahead. I checked. <laughs> Everybody's like exactly. car insurance rates have hiked this year. I yeah. didn't even know that. It's and, funny because you thought you were doing car insurance. You were actually on your Shake Shack app, which yeah. is weird. It's like, well, <laughs> why are they now serving French fries? Yeah, yeah. Car I'm like, could I have a large cookies and cream <laughs> milkshake and a double burger? Yeah. Now I'm hungry for Shake Shack. Um, man, should we? 
I know we have to get to ah, Daily Dion. We also have that fun story about the fast food place. Oh, but let's save Daily Dion because okay, we yeah. keep saying we're going to save Daily Dion. We've got so much to do, but this one probably should raise to the top of the list. Oh, I like your pun there. Uh, Pete, can we please pivot from the Daily Dion music? to the Cowboy Quickie music, which I'm assuming is near the same file, but I'm asking you to do this on the fly. So now I'm going to vamp Actually, a little I, bit. Actually, I can do the Cowboy's Quickie music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic job. You guys are crushing it today. A new Dallas Cowboy-themed restaurant is now opening a raising canes in the metroplex area is now going to be decked out with not just cowboy stuff but also post malone yeah this is a post malone cowboys raising canes three pretty cool things all together it's gorgeous it's the nicest fast food restaurant i've ever seen it's got like blue led lights everywhere lcd lights led 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 lights (laughs) lcd sound system. system Also yeah. good anthem. Uh, I don't understand the, the beautiful paintings of Post Malone don't really add to my chicken finger experience. <laughs> and some of his like outfits that he wore at concerts. Anyway, just to paint the visual for you, imagine a massive Dallas Cowboys star that you drive through as part of the drive-thru. Like to drive through your order, you're driving through a big Dallas Cowboys star. So you and I both said the same thing. The line is going to be too long here because what kid would not want to go to the Dallas Cowboys Fast food restaurant. So Instagrammable. That's your cowboy quickie. <laughs> now we looked it up. There is a Raising Cane's here in New York City. Awesome. Predictably in Times Square, where <laughs> yeah. all the chains are. Yeah. Um, they open at nine. I mean, I think one day this week. No, Ryan's gave me. Ryan, you just shook me off like that, I wanted a three-two slider. No, that, I mean, do they have breakfast or is that no. just? They don't. So one thing about Raising Cane's, so full disclosure, I've never eaten it because they don't have one. They only have one in Times Square and it just opened. So I've never had it before. I looked at their menu. Kudos to them. They're just keeping it with what they do well. It's just the chicken fingers, the coleslaw, and the toast. They don't feel the need to be adding burgers and breakfast sandwiches, or at least not on the website that I saw. Yeah, the thing with Raising Cane's, I've been, my buddy in Houston takes me all the time. Oh, yeah. Our friend Dusty. Oh yeah, love yeah. Dusty. Shut up. The sauce, you dip the tenders in. What does I don't it know. Taste like? It's got. I mean, I I think you're like in the Russian family dressing? of chipotle, but I'm not quite sure. Like, it, I think it's Spicy? orange. Spicy? No, it's it's more like a mayonnaise. Got it. As I recall. Okay. And that's my. I love chipotle mayonnaise. I know that's not for everybody, and maybe they have alternatives. And I haven't been there in a while, but it's really good. Now you actually read the calorie count. Well, they put the calorie count on there, which is. But I thought chicken tenders were pretty healthy. What gave you that impression? The friedness or the friedness? It's chicken. Okay, well, what I was surprised about with the Raising Cane's, if you're not into calories, you know, I I understand. But the chicken finger has fewer calories than the piece of toast. How is that possible? The toast Mm. has 140 calories and the chicken finger has 130. How many of your kids' chicken tenders have you eaten during his lifetime? Sixty percent of my body is chicken tender. Yeah, at this yeah. Point. I it's eat not more chicken water. tender. It's my main source of protein. Is my kids' <laughs> chicken tenders? It's all they eat. Anyway, raising canes with a cowboy-themed restaurant. So. Yeah. All right. Do we have time for Dion? Oh, I don't think. All right, let's do it. You guys are crazy. Daily. Do you believe that? Dion. You believe that? 
guys are nuts for wanting to do this this late in the hour, but I love it. Right up to the line. Deion Sanders at his press conference is good for one of these weird comments every single time. He was asked about his pregame and uh, not pregame speeches, but like his daily speeches that he gives to his team. And he revealed where they where he gets the inspiration from. Sometimes I don't even go in the meeting room thinking I'm going to give them a message. And it just happens. It just happens. And then uh, God just impregnates me with something to give to them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a... Do, should we start using the word impregnate more like in our regular day-to-day? I don't know. Dion's that, the Virgin Mary of... <laughs> that's he Maybe he was inspired by RG3 who compared a quarterback to Jesus last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love an RG3 game. You never know what's coming out of that guy's mouth. Uh, that was good, Dion. You promised me something funny. I'm like, ah, you know, he's. I'm kind of getting used to the the routine. Yeah, that I did not expect. God impregnates him with these kinds of inspirational speeches. Can I say like I could get impregnated by a raising canes lunch order later? I mean, can we just start using mm. this in our daily? Thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's the classiest comment you've ever made. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, are we going to start using impregnate a little bit more than what it actually oh. means? <laughs> okay. That's what I'm thinking about. Uh, save me. Nooch is in New Orleans. Good morning, Nooch. Good morning, uh, Maggie and Perloff. First time, short time. I'm new to your show, and I love it. Thank you. Um, I just I heard you guys talking about raising canes. I need you to know you have made the right decision, and the way you described it was perfect. They do what they do. They do it very well. Right. Whenever you go and you try it, it will be. I, I put my personal promise of a person you'll never yes. meet. <laughs> it it will be the best fast food chicken you've ever had. And whenever you do it, please make sure you try the cane sauce. That's all I got. What is the cane sauce? Though. Maggie asked me. It's like a chipotle mayonnaise, right? Or am I uh, misremembering? If, if, if you had to compare it to something, it's like if a ch- have you ever had a ramelade sauce? Yes. 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 Okay. It's like it, it's more domesticated ramelade. It's a little <laughs> bit more basic, but it's it is it's very good. Nooch, how do you know we're not going to meet you? I mean, that was I'm a little yeah, defeated by this. Yeah, look outside your window this. right now. Why are we? Yeah. I don't. I, uh oh. We're doing. <laughs> that black we're thing? in the house. We're calling we're, from in uh, the house. <laughs> we're in New Orleans all the time, Nooch. Let's go to Raising Cane. <laughs> I I will meet you there. I'll buy you a beer, a hand grenade, and a basket of chicken. There we go. We'll, we'll never leave, Nooch. Thank you for the phone call. There we go. All right. Raising Canes. They open in five minutes. Coming up, Aaron Rodgers. As we've never heard him before. 854 is definitely too early for a hand grenade drink in New Orleans. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.